This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm Brian. And this is Ricketts. And tonight, you guys, we got a man that needs no introduction. He's out there getting them St. Croix rods bent over out of the custom blacked out Jackson Big Rig. He's the team manager for Jackson Kayaks, team manager for Blue Sky Boatworks. He's on the Bending Branches Pro staff. He's the king of live fishing currently i think and we got Absolutely. none other than mr aaron steiger with us tonight aaron welcome <laughs> to the show dude unlimited data plans are nice nowadays <laughs> you can do that live thing. how are you guys doing good man good. good yeah i've been uh i definitely want to touch on that later because that's something uh i've been watching some of your some of your live feeds and i'm like man i need to start doing this and i kind of started looking into it but uh 
it's definitely cool man but yeah sure um like all guests uh we just want to start out with you know how you got into fishing and kayak fishing yeah man so um i mean i've been fishing the whole time uh, my whole life uh we go up to canada quite a bit uh always enjoyed fishing up there but um you know just kind of skipping forward i guess um all the way into the kayak realm uh kind of started it off in 2012 um you know got out of college in 2009 met my wife got married uh, uh bought a kayak uh, moved back home here in ohio and, and bought a kayak and um it was just a future beach you know it was got it from some guy down in columbus and uh Got on the river for a couple of years there, fishing tournaments, uh, Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail, a uh, nice little trail here in Ohio. Uh, enjoyed fishing those, uh, still do, um, and kind of fished those for a couple of years, but grew out of it, to be honest with you, uh, as far as the kayak is concerned. Um, it just wasn't quite the platform where I was carrying too much gear. I wanted to get on too big of water. Uh, ended up buying a Cuda 14 from a guy down in Cincinnati that I'm good buds with. Um, he, he was always buying Jackson's from Loveland and, and then selling them to me the next year, it seemed like. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, got a Cuda 14 from him, uh, and that kind of expanded the water I could get on and then bought a Cusa from, from Loveland, uh, in, in 20, I think it's 2014 as well. Um, or maybe 2013, I guess. But, uh, anyway got on uh, Lake Erie uh, like we did every single year um, with some of my friends here locally like we take these Lake Erie trips in the early spring um, for big walleye and um, how all of my Jackson kind of life started was with those trips actually um, we went out and every March and April you can go out of uh, right around like uh, I'm not going to say where but you can go out on Lake Erie <laughs> and you can catch and you can catch ten pound walleye a quarter mile off the shore. Sure. And uh, so we were doing this, and I was writing about it, and I was taking pictures of it. And uh, lo and behold, uh, Ben Chesney from Kayak Angler Magazine got a hold of one of them and, and kind of put it on the cover one time. Um, and that kind of opened up a bunch of sponsorship opportunities. And one of those was Jackson Kayak. And uh, I remember Brooks Beatty reached out to me one day, and uh, he's you know he was the team manager before I was. And he's like, Hey man, you know, I, I haven't ever really seen anybody fish for walleye out of a kayak like that. At least that class of walleye. Cause I mean, Lake Erie's yep. on its own as far as walleye is concerned. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you know, you're writing about it. You're doing everything a <laughs> member would do. Would you have any interest in, you know, being a team member possibly? Uh, and of course, you know, um, at that point, um, I was on a couple other pro staffs, um, like, like bending branches. And then there's like a whole slew of like smaller companies that I was just so eager to get involved with at that time. Um, and so I was like, Oh, of course I, I'll be on Jackson. And so I kind of learned, you know, what being a pro staffer or quote unquote pro staffer was, um, in a short amount of time. Cause I kind of forced myself into it probably way too quickly to be honest with you. Sure. But I was, uh, so I was fishing out of Jackson on the team, uh, I think starting in May of 2014 and, um, and then Noah Heck, uh, at the time was on the team and he's from the Pittsburgh area and a guy that, uh, you know, I looked up to big time, um, and a, a great smallmouth angler, but, uh, Anyway, he's like, hey, you know, there's a tournament down in Hinton, West Virginia through the Mountain State Kayak Anglers. Uh, we're getting a house. Do you want to go? And I was like, 
sure, you know, like I didn't have any kids. You know, my wife let me do, as far as fishing is concerned, whatever I wanted uh, at, the, at the time, not anymore, but at the time. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I head down to Hinton, West Virginia, and uh, and I was like, well, who else is going to stay with us? And he's like, well, Drew Gregory and Jameson Redding, and my mouth drops because, like, wow, yeah. Drew. Staying with the All-Stars, Drew, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, how did this happen, <laughs> you know? Because um, he was working with Drew on River Bassin at the time, so he and Drew were close. And um, and so I get to stay with these guys, and Drew's, like, was in 2014 and still is in 2019, like, my fishing hero. I mean, this yeah. guy's – as far as I'm concerned, one of the main founders of, of this, like the way the sport's going today sure. anyway. Absolutely. Um, and so I really looked up to him just as a role model and, and, and today as a mentor and everything like that. But, um, so we stay with Drew and, and Jameson in this house and Randy Bergen was there. He's on the Jackson team now. And Don Corbett was there. Um, it was a really cool time. Uh, we fished this tournament, uh, did, did well at the tournament and everything. Uh, but a couple weeks later, Drew gives me a call and he's like, uh, he's like, Hey man, what's going on? And, you know, I'm like still kind of like, Hey, this is Drew Gregory. I got to act super cool, you know, and, and be <laughs> totally chill. Um, but anyway, he's like, Hey, we need a new team manager. I'm like, yeah, that's great. You know, like I just got on the Jackson team like six months earlier. Right. So I'm thinking like, uh, yeah, okay. He's like, well, Brooks is starting this media house thing that our marketing manager wanted to do with Jameson. Um, and now we have a really awesome media house, but like, that's where it all started like five years ago. He's like, well, Brooks is going to change positions and we need somebody. And you just seemed like you had the skill set that, uh, quite honestly could work. And, and of course me again, still being pretty young in the industry, not knowing what it was really all about. I was like, Oh yeah, sure. Like, you know, we've, we were talking earlier um, about like starting shop level teams at like a, at a shop and yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like what is that? Like, well, how hard could this be? And uh, you know, Brooks made the comment, you know, after I took it like in late 2014, uh, he's like, I hope you like fishing cause you're not going to get to do it anymore. Um, uh. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it was an actual job, you know, like it's a real job. And so uh, that's kind of how, I got kind of into kayak fishing into, into a Jackson and then really starting that, uh, the actual job of being a, a team manager for a fishing company, uh, or a kayak company. Um, so yeah, I mean, but it's been an awesome experience. So definitely it's, it's changed my life in a lot of different ways. Uh, super blessed, fortunate, uh, to have the opportunity to do it. So yeah. Very cool, man. So, Absolutely. I mean, that kind of segues into, I think the next kind of subject, you know, being a team manager and stuff. So, um, you know, what's, what's the biggest hurdle you face with being the manager and, and dealing yeah, with some of your sure. guys like, like Ricketts yeah. and, and Jay Randall, you know, those two clowns. Dude, those guys are, those guys are <laughs> tough. Um, no, I'll tell you what, um, it was one of those things where the, the job's really twofold, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, ha I'd say about, not half, I'd say about 60% of the job is purely administrative. It is not a sexy position um, sure. at all. Um, it's doing spreadsheets. Um, it's uh, working with customer service. It's working with accounts receivable and accounts payable, working with shipping, putting in boat orders, 
Um, it's just it's straight administrative things. Um, it's creating systems to help the team be more effective in what they're doing. Um, but the 40 percent is the is the part that I really like. And that's the part of um, spending about 10 hours a week because I spend about it's not a full time job, um, but it's a really great side position, I guess. Like sure. a lot of us are kind of halfway into this industry. Right. And, and myself included. And so, like, you know, I'm a teacher full time, but I work 25 to 30 hours on Jackson stuff a week. And so, you know, 15 to 20 hours end up being administrative. And then 10 hours ends up being awesome phone calls with team members, um, being available for them on Facebook, you know, before school, after school, um, during my lunchtime at school, <laughs> you know, um, times where I'm, where I'm, when I'm available, quite honestly. Sure. And so I, it's really on my mind all the time. Um, and just serving the guys and girls on the Jackson team and, and on the Blue Sky team and really equipping them to do their best work because quite honestly I find myself in awe of the things that they're able to accomplish on a daily basis like I was just you know kind of surfing Facebook before we got on and one of our guys Clay Grace down in like Georgia uh, or southern Alabama like Georgia area he was kind of right on the border but um, you know he was like wading the river and was finding like sand shark teeth and posting them up online and and they take some cool pictures. And it's just adventures like that. It doesn't have to be, you know, Jim Salmon's being on the kayak fishing show or Drew's Drew's show or, or whatever, our media house shoes. It's just the day in, day out awesomeness that the 130 team members we have um, at all levels are able to do. And, and so my job is to interact with them and, and just be available and really aware of what they're doing sure. and, and allow them to succeed. Yeah. Um, and it's a great job. It's super rewarding in that in that capacity. I'm um, sure, especially when you get a guy, um, you know, that just you know you see him go from the bottom up, you it's know, amazing. so to speak. Um, I'm sure mm-hmm. that's got to reflect on you a little bit, obviously, because with your guidance, you know, those guys are working their way up the ladder. Which uh, kudos to you, man. I mean, you know, like no, you said, that's you're great. You're, you're yeah. working side by side with some of the biggest names in the industry, obviously, you know, so, I mean, that's, it's been that's a pretty cool. big blessing, man. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those guys, like, um, you know, you, you'd look at even a guy like Ricketts here, man, like as, as much as, you know, oh, I hear you guys giving him heck. Don't on the build his ego. Don't build <laughs> he, his ego. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I've known, I've known of Jason, let's just say for about four or five years, kind of working with a local shop, you know, and, he kind of jumped in and jumped on the radar this year when, when Mark really reached out to me and he said, Hey Aaron, you know, like take a look at this guy. Um, you know, we didn't have anybody in the Cincinnati area and, and I looked at kind of what he was doing in that body of work and, and put him on the team. And it's just been absolutely impressive. The work ethic that I see coming out of guys like Jason. And, and we have, we have dozens and dozens of Jasons all over the country sure. and, and all over the world, quite honestly. And it is, it is amazing to see what those folks can accomplish. And I can't say that I, you know, I would, I would feel terrible saying that I'm responsible for that, but I love, I love watching what everybody accomplishes when, when egos get put aside. And I think that's a big thing of, of our team. And we can talk about that later, but like, what does it mean to be, 
not just on the Jackson team, but quite honestly, like on any team, sure. uh, as far as the kayak fishing industry is concerned. And, and, uh, yeah, so I, I think that we've got a good thing going. Um, is it perfect? No, but you know, we really try to, to move in one direction together. And, and I definitely actively manage the team, um, in, in a lot of different capacities to make sure that, that we are, we're accountable, we're accomplishing objectives and and we're having fun i mean and when we do all those things we sell boats yeah, and that's okay. really like that's the main a goal. Big function of our team at jackson you yeah. know like uh jackson kayak doesn't pay for advertising we just don't right. like we don't you don't see us in magazines you don't see us like unless it's a team member sure and we invest a lot and i mean a lot in our team um because uh, we rely on them for shows. You know, we're, I mean, Rick, it's how many shows have you worked this year for oh, on behalf of Jackson and Blue Sky? That. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. And, and it's not because I'm saying, Jason, you have to work. It's because you come to me and say, hey, Aaron, there's these shows. You, what do you think? Yeah. You know, yeah. is that something I can do? Or it's, you know, Matt Ball going out and representing Jackson at a tournament or Josh Stewart representing Jackson at a tournament or Anthony Shingler or, you know, go down the line i mean freshwater saltwater all over the country or it's guys going out and try to trying to produce media i mean we have some of the best photographers and videographers in my opinion uh that are out there yeah um and it can be something as elementary as me throwing a, a stupid smartphone on the back of my kayak and jacking around on lake erie uh or it can be our media house going to panama and making a really cool video yeah uh about their experiences there and taking along you know, five or six of our team members. So uh, we do all kinds of different things, but it's just cool to be able to help facilitate some of those uh, experiences and really enable our team to really put their heels in and do what they're good at um, and and excel in what they're good at and then be rewarded for what they're good at because we have a pretty cool incentive program that we're able to build where guys can receive credits for basically excelling in what they're already uh really good at doing so it's cool that's uh, yeah that'll that's one thing i can say man uh i've worked side by side with uh quite a few jackson guys in this past year and you know they're just eager to be out there um promoting the brand and doing things like that guys you know like jay randall obviously um frankie briggs mm -hmm. billy schultz you know, guys oh, man, like yeah. that. Um, Dude, yeah. Frankie Briggs is the man. Yeah. I like, I mean, <laughs> He's great. Shout Frankie out to Briggs Frankie. Is the man. Yeah. Uh, I love Frankie. So but, man, like, uh, Frank, like, you know, he, you want to talk about an understated dude? Yeah. Frank absolutely. Briggs is an understated guy that does not understand his value, not just, like, to Jackson, just, like, all around, like, he works shows he puts stuff out on social media he's always active yep. and he's always positive and he like he's like an enforcer on our team and he doesn't even know it like yeah. just i don't know he's good man frank like, he's frank an awesome dude. is the man and i, I know met... he's a friend of this podcast so i know yeah. he'll listen to it oh, Frank, yeah. <laughs> good job brother yeah he Keep up uh, the good work i met frank at the chicago fishing show this year and we just kind of kind of hit it off man and it was nothing but laughs and jabs mm -hmm. at Jay Randall. <laughs> but yeah. uh, what a good yeah. dude, man. And uh, I still run into Frank from time to time. He just uh, picked up a new Kusa from the shop. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a Kusa. Yeah. And, 
you know, we sat around and just chatted for a while. But, yeah, what a great dude, man. And that's, yeah, like I said, man, that's one thing I can say about Jackson guys is they're always willing to, you know, help out and uh, do whatever they can for for the shops, uh, their brand and things like that. I mean, you know, Jay's, uh, particip- Jay Randall has participated in numerous demo days for Rocktown. I think Frankie mm-hmm. might have done a couple. Frankie's always yeah, there for the yeah, show. Yeah. And Frankie's not one of the guys, you know, and Jay wasn't there when we broke down the show, but Frank's like, I ain't leaving until we got that trailer loaded, the oh, booth man. packed up and all that stuff. And Dude, uh, seriously, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm always like, you make sure Frank's working the last day of the show, please. Because um, <laughs> he'll stick around and help us pack up. But, yeah, he's a, he's a yeah. good dude, man. Uh, I hear you. But, uh, so I can't say enough about the Jackson guys. But um, No, so, yeah. No, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries, man. Um, so with that being said, I mean, um, we're talking about teams and stuff like that. You know, we got a lot of um, new to kayak fishing uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some old school guys, whatever. But, you know, you as a team manager, what are you looking for um, when it comes to somebody that applies to your fishing team or somebody you may yeah. be scouting out, things like that? Yeah, I know for sure. And this is just me, by the way. So, like, I can't speak to what you know morgan looks for whoever over at hobie or you know wilderness or whatever so it's this is only worth what you paid for it and jay only paid me in big league chew before the (laughs) podcast so (laughs) we're this only worth about four and a half dollars but uh this is what i would look for right so you know we're you're just talking about like what how you perceive jackson team members and honestly, you know, when I took over in, in 2014, um, EJ called me up or Eric Jackson called me up and he's like, hey, Aaron, you know, I wanted to kind of run you through a couple of things about what you should look for in a team member. And the first thing he said to me, and I, I'll just always remember this, and that's the number one criteria that I go off of is they have to be a good person. Sure. They, they have to be an approachable, positive, energetic person. And if anything else, I like, I don't give a crap if they can, like, if they're the best fishermen in the world, sure. I don't care if, you know, <laughs> they go out every single day. I want them to be a very good person. Um, and, and what does that encompass? I mean, that encompasses uh, if they're in person, uh, it encompasses when they're on social media, it, it encompasses if we're on the phone. That's just like a fundamental thing that I look for. So, um, you know, I get a few applications a day sometimes. I mean, I get well over probably a thousand a year. Uh, there's a lot that come through. Sure. And we accept about 15. You know, it yeah. is a very limited number of people that get on. And there's a lot of really good pe- people that unfortunately like either step away from the brand or whatnot um, because there's just not enough room. They want to be on a team and i respect that for sure um but man the the folks that stay with us though um it is really awesome the the folks that we can bring on and so some of the things that i look for besides just being a good person um joey monteleone one of our our national pro staffers he's out of tennessee um he's he's a he's an awesome team member he's retired and he gets out on the water almost every single day um but he put a post out like two days ago and it said stay relevant and 
what to me it doesn't mean like you've got to be in you know a magazine every other day like joey's on a radio show every day at 5 45 in the morning it's crazy um not everybody can do that sure but what everybody can do is they can stay consistent in, in what they in what they're doing so if your thing is working demo days like jason really does like to work these things i think and he does a good job at them sure. then, then keep rolling that you know and keep working with your local shop and 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 eventually i find out about stuff like that i just do because i work with our territory sales managers and i and i have conference calls with them on skype just like we're on right now and and they bring people up to me from different areas they say hey aaron check these four guys out because they are killing it at these shops and then i look at that uh or social media wise like you know it it takes me five seconds to get on someone's facebook basically once they apply and if all i see are you know political posts and and inappropriate posts yeah i mean you know toss it like it's not something that i'm interested in it's not something anybody's interested in right and so you know, I look at that and I say, you know, staying relevant and consistent in what you're doing. You know, if it's once a week, you go and post something, go with that. Um, another thing I really look for is good relationships with dealers in their area. So, like, you know, one of the questions on our application is, you know, what's your who's your local dealer? Uh, what's their name? What's their number? What are your interactions with them? Because bottom line is Jackson Kayak is a grassroots company. Yeah. We don't sell through big stores, big box stores. We just don't. And um, we sell all of our kayaks through mom and pop shops all over the country. And uh, that is our business model. And so if our team members are active with dealers and they've shown that initiative, maybe they've been on like the dealer team for a year or two or whatever, or they, they run a dealer team or whatnot, like that is a perfect kind of a fit as long as the dealer is willing to say, hey, you know, this person can also get on the team and maybe serve a couple other dealers in the region, it's a perfect fit Sure. Um, a, a lot of times. And so that's something that I really look for, uh, activity with dealers, because that equals sales. And, and honestly, like that, again, is, is the bottom line. Um, and then another one is like a strong local presence um, and involvement in your local. It doesn't have to be a tournament trail. It seems like a lot of times nowadays tournament trails are predominantly like what people focus on, but honestly though there's other ways to be involved too like getting people on the water through like community get-togethers for example there's like a kayak and canoe race this week through our little local town festival Uh, i help run that you know like that gets people in kayaks and in the last you know five to seven years i was the only one that kayaked in this town i see people all day every day in the summer i mean they drive by my house multiple times a day with kayaks in their trucks and so like I know now they're not always Jackson's, but I know that man, oh man, like that has an impact and I want guys and gals that do that and really build into their grassroots communities, uh, to build this. And, you know, we talk about growing the sport, like sometimes it's tongue in cheek. I understand like growing the sport, but there is a good way to do that. And that is at your local level with no agenda whatsoever, whatsoever, except like, it's just fun to get people out on the water um, and making them aware of how cool this sport actually is and then also respecting the environment when you're out there. Yeah, uh, So those are big things, you know. Um, and I guess the last 
last thing is really just um, strong social media. I kind of already touched on it, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. really just being being able to tell a story um, because one of the things our team members do have to do is write a little bit and, and take pictures and write blogs for the website. So um, being able to tell a story through pictures and, and through things they might post online, that's, again, easy to tell within five seconds if you do that or not on your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever. Um, and then, you know, you have to you have to love fishing. You don't have to be great at it. Sure. But I mean, I'm addicted to kayak fishing. Yeah. I, I love just talking to you guys about it. It's yeah, like yeah. talking shop. Like I'll be the guy that goes to like work and like, doesn't want to talk to anybody cause they don't want to talk about kayak fishing. They're like, Hey, <laughs> sure. this is what happened at the baseball game last night. And I'm like, turn it off. And yeah. you know, I'm like, but here's the fish I caught. And here's yeah. what I used. Like, you know, so I want somebody that's like that just loves fishing. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and really loves it. And so they don't have to be great, but they have to love it. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, but that's kind of that's kind of what I look for. I know, I know. A lot of guys have like the misconception that like, oh, I got to be fishing all these tournament trails and this and that to get picked up by a brand and this yeah. and that and. uh couldn't you know, be further from the truth, man. Yeah, yeah, and I learned that from Jay, you know, Mr. Mr. not Jason Ricketts, but Jay Randall. Man, this is going to get a bit so confusing just, as the time progresses. Everybody calls me Ricketts, man. That's so, just how it is. But, yeah, that's how my buddies are, too. You know, when I first met Jay, he's like, yeah, I don't really fish tournaments anymore. I'm just a pike fisherman. And I'm like, wait, and you're on, like, a boat team? And he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, you know, it's all about just promoting the brand and the – and the mm-hmm. uh, the fishing and the sport and everything like that. So it was kind of an eye. Yeah, he got moved to up to the national team too, man. Like, yeah. I mean, Jay, That's, like he was on the regional team for a couple of years, and he got moved up because he did such a good job at what he does. Yeah, you know. That's why Ricketts and, is iron in his shirts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You gotta keep it so, fresh. Yeah. If you need some shirts ironed, Aaron, uh, Jay Randall can take care of that, or Jay Ricketts. Look at that. You know, so you got some options. There's not a wrinkle on that shirt. I already take care of his stuff. Look at that. That's why he's looking so fresh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I even faded no. him up before he got on. You that's... see that fresh fade? <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Aaron hit the nail on the head with the approachable thing because I, I do work a lot of nimbos, but being in the platform I am, I get approached a lot. And if you're not approachable and you can't hold a conversation with a complete stranger, yeah. it may be challenging for you, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it happens mm-hmm. even, even at the Cowan Lake, man. You know, that guy, I could feel him. I'm fishing a tournament, and the guy on the beach would not take his eyes off of me. And I'm looking over at the corner of my eye the whole time, <laughs> and, I'm feeling it, and I'm feeling it, I'm like, Man, this guy just staring at me nonstop, and I see him pointing and talking to his wife. I'm like, okay, when I beach this thing, when I take a break, I want to go over and talk to him. But uh, I yeah. think it was uh, either Durbin or McComas already beat me to the punch. They were already talking to him about it. Um, so it's just, yeah. and you, you have to be approachable. You have to be. Yeah, it's uh, that's mm-hmm. one thing too, man. I mean, especially with the way that kayak fishing is blowing up, I think uh, you know so many kayak fishermen get those you know twenty questions. Um, just because our boats look so unique, they're so decked out. I know people look at me funny all the time because I got a nine-inch Garmin, you know, on my boat at yeah. all times, and they're like, "Bro, mm-hmm. that's a bigger fish finder than I got in my 16-foot Sylvan. Like, what's up with that?" You know. <laughs> so, but uh, uh-huh. you know, but when you're in a unique boat, like you know, being in the blue sky, um, and I'm sure Aaron, you yeah. get a lot of looks with that blacked-out big rig. Man, that thing's sweet. Yeah. I, I love that boat. 
Yes, I love my boat so much. <laughs> man, I love it. So, so here's yeah, the no, thing. It's, uh, you can't go anywhere. Yeah, so let, let's touch on this real quick now that we brought up the blacked out big rig. Because, um, um, you know, not to take the focus off of Jackson, but there was a big argument just, uh, you know, over ICAST because um, Bonafide came out with that uh, black boat, right? So, Dude, that thing's sweet. Yeah. It is. Uh, yep. So the, the big controversy was, oh, that thing's going to be hot. That thing's going to be hot. So can you touch on that? Because I, I know yeah, I no, know what's sure. behind um, that, but I, I think a lot of people. Got, yeah, I, I know where you're going with that. We've got, um like, team members all over the United States with black boats. Yeah. Like, so Jim Russell in California fishes out of a, spearfishes out of a black boat. Um, Jim Ware in Rome, Georgia, fishes out of an all-black kayak. Uh, Jason uh, Griffith in Kansas City, Missouri, fishes out of an all-black kayak. Uh, Josh Evans in Maryland fishes out of an all-black kayak. Zero one of those people have had any problems with burning their skin, um, <laughs> you know, the kayak melting on the water, uh, or, or anything of the sort. So... Um, it's, uh, I remember when I posted my first pictures out there, um, I, I edited them up and made it look real nice and everything or whatever in, in, in the winter. Um, and they, I mean, they got shared, it, it, they seriously went viral. Like there was, there was like over 600 or something likes and just uh, like thousands of comments on this. And on so many of the comments were like, yeah, he's going to burn up in that. Yeah. That's must be a Northern boy. Cause in this Texas, he yada, 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 yada. Like. It honestly, yeah. Does it get hot? Yeah, but it, every one of my plastic boats gets nearly as hot. I'm not gonna say just as hot. It does get a little bit hotter. I mean, black mm-hmm. is a conductive deal, but it's it's never been an issue for me. Now I live in Ohio. I spend, you know, pretty much all summer long, you know, going from Ohio all the way north up to Canada. So it's one of those things where. I don't necessarily, I'm not always the best judge of like, this is the, this is the cool, like it's, it's so cool. I mean, but it's 95 degrees here this week and it's not an issue. So, I mean, does it get hotter than 95 some places? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but it's not that bad. I mean, so Bonafide coming out with that, I see no problem with it. And quite honestly, you know, Bonafide comes out with five new kayaks. Well, not even new kayaks, new designs with like just different color schemes at a limited edition, it costs them $0 of overhead. It yeah. costs them $0 of marketing, and they're going to mm-hmm. sell 500 boats. Yeah. That's ingenious and good for Bonafide. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah, I, I think that Spider-Man or whatever kayak, that Spider-Web one, that's sweet. It looks cool. It is sweet. I like the Fusion, too. That was sick. The Bomber is mm-hmm. probably my favorite one. I think the Bomber is sick. Yeah, that's going to catch a lot of people, man. Like, people yeah. that maybe were ex-military, um, you know, they retired military. That I mean, that's cool. Like my Like, if I showed that to my father-in-law who served in Vietnam, he would think that's the coolest thing ever. Sure. Yeah, so I'm not going to show it to him. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the main thing I wanted to touch on was that, you know, the black plastic, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know. And uh, I, I remember, no you know, when when we were talking about having you on, uh, wanting to bring that up because I think that's a huge misconception, um, you know. It is. And it is. I think it was Luther had put out a post like, look, or – 
it was somebody from Bonafide that, you know, plastic is plastic and it'll only reach a certain degree in temperature once it's in the sun, um, so to speak. So, yeah. I mean, kayaks know. get hot, but we're sitting on water, guys. Yeah, like, right, you're not going right. to go in the middle of a black asphalt, you know, driveway or, or a parking lot and sit on your kayak. Like, if it yeah. gets hot, just splash water on it. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right. Boats get wet. It's, you know, people are going to be people and that's all right. Let them do what they want to do. But it's a great, it's a great marketing exercise by Bonafide. Wow. I mean, sure. Good, good job. You yeah. Know. Right on. Um, so you're, you obviously have the big rig. Uh, what other Jackson kayaks you got in your arsenal there? Um, yeah. So, I mean, my <laughs> bell cow is, is definitely the big rig. She gets, she gets most of the the action on the water, um, and I love that. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go back to that kayak real quick because I love it. Yeah. Like, uh, and I want to talk about just a little bit how it's rigged out because I, I mean, you know, the the Hobie 360 drives awesome. Like that new kayak they came out with. I I firmly believe I have the best kayak in the entire nation. Like I, I just don't see how there's a better one because. Um, you know, we're coming out with a, with a FE drive, like the, the flex E drive, but you know, I have a Torquedo 403 AC on the back right now. And those are two different types of motors, by the way. Like, and I want to touch on that too, like the Torquedo versus the E drive we have coming out or the FE drive. And, uh, and they're two different things. So like, you know, the Torquedo on the back of a, of a big rig, this is a 40 inch wide platform. You know, I got a Hummingbird, like a 9-inch, just like you do, like Hummingbird 9-inch Mega up front, you know, so it's perfect. Um, You know, 4 inches wide, I can dance on the thing. I got my pedals right in front of me, so I can go in reverse instantly if I need to. Um, But then I have foot steer on my Torquedo. And so, you know, I went 16 miles on Lake Erie last weekend and didn't think twice about it. And I literally can stand on my big rig and like literally it's it's crazy so i stand up and i just put it on like 0.5 miles an hour or whatever i want to do and i just touch touch my foot on whatever side whichever way i want to steer a little bit yeah and i mean it's it's like it's better than fishing off of a bass boat because i don't have a, a trolling motor head in front of me so i can walk a frog if i want to i can i mean i can not have to worry about setting the hook you know sideways if i needed to i mean it's crazy it is such a good fishing platform and, uh, and I haven't done a, a full walkthrough video on it yet, um, but Matt Ball was the one that kind of introduced me to all of this, like, foot steer and everything. It is a serious fishing machine, and I love it. Like, I love that kayak. But anyway, so that's the one that gets, like, all the attention nowadays. Um, but I got uh, three Kilroy DTs because I got three sons. Nice. And um, there's little guys. You know, one of them's only three months old, but uh there but i'm gonna take them out me and my wife and maybe one of my parents will take them out as they continue to get older and, and quite honestly i take my oldest out already and he likes to be the one to paddle around and stuff so those are great we don't make them anymore at jackson and and uh when i found out that they weren't going to make them anymore i i but you know i bought three of them like it was just a, there's no deal there it's just i was like i need to buy these kayaks before they go away yeah um and so now we have a new HD out, and it can sit two people or whatever. But, um, you know, the Killer DT was pretty sweet. So I have a few of those. Um, I have a Cruise FD. Uh, the Cruise FD is like a little race car of, 
of yeah. pedal drives. Uh, it is it is a cool kayak. Uh, I know Jason's seen me on it before. Um, it's a it's a neat little kayak. It turns real well. Uh, gets up to about five miles an hour pedaling. Uh, if I put that torpedo, I bet it'd go about six or more. Um, it's fast. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I actually just uh, ordered, or no, I have a Cuda LT that I actually bought from Loveland because they don't make those anymore. And I found out from Jason that Loveland had one like last year. It was a 2014 model, and they only weigh like 50 pounds. And yeah. so I was like, dude, I got to buy that because I paddled one down when I was doing uh, a TV show of Drew. Um, down in uh in charlotte at his house and and he had one i paddled it and i was like oh my gosh i gotta own one of those someday so never got around to it bought one of those um and then actually today i just bought a uh, a cruise 10 because uh, i needed a riverboat i realized i didn't nice. have my uh, a riverboat um and so they're all in my garage uh but i can fit a car and, and all those kayaks in my garage and all my fishing gear and uh, so everything's good. Well, I shouldn't say a car. My wife's van fits in the car in the garage, uh, so she doesn't have to scrape the frost off in the winter time. But besides that, it's good. Life's good. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I dig it. A man of many yeah. boats. We envy you. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of boat registrations. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, but uh, but it's good. You can only use one at a time, though. And and you know what? The, the deal is, is like. I, you know, I, I'm really fortunate to be able to be in a position to get them uh, at a discount, but I don't get any more discount than any one of our other team members, you know, and, sure. and it's one of those things where I'm one of many team members with what we call fleets, you know, yeah. and you kind of, there's something for everybody at Jackson, and that's the deal is like, we offer like 20 different SKUs or over 20 SKUs as far as kayaks, fishing kayaks are concerned. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where, you know, you want a small kayak for your kid. Yeah. Get a skipper, you know, I'm a buck 45, nine. So I don't need a Mayfly. That's too big sure. of a kayak on the river for me, but a cruise 10 is perfect. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you got a dog, a Kilroy HD is going to be awesome for you. So it's one of those things where like everybody, can get what they want if they're rolling in a Jackson. And that's one of the things where kind of as a company we're, we're really doing, um, we're kind of moving, I guess the best way to put it is like, if you notice the trend of what we've done a few years back, we were making like almost $2,000 paddle kayaks and we kept coming out with those, but we've really started to move toward the middle of the market. And so like our new kayak that you pick, yeah. um, it's just a blank flat platform um, you know, you look at the bite, it's a blank flat yep. platform. And these are kayaks that are not going to break the bank. I mean, the bite is a $799 kayak. Yep. That's crazy for what you get, like an American made quality kayak. You know, the U pick, it's going to be about 1299. That's an awesome kayak for 1299 plain flat platform. And that's kind of where we're going, you know, sure. in that $1,500 and under range for our paddles. And then, um, for our flex drive models, um, we're going to, you know, you're about $2,000 and up. And, yeah. and that's uh, depending on which boat you want. So so that's the deal. Uh, and it's good stuff, man. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I know that bite. We've sold quite a few of them down at Rocktown. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it's a boat I always point to um, when somebody's coming in looking for an introductory, not break mm -hmm. my bank type of boat. And I thought... Mm -hmm. That was kind of genius on um, Jackson's part, you know. 
Um, it's a mm-hmm. s- step up from the crappy kayaks that you get yeah. from the big box stores. The stability on it's unbelievable. Um, paddles yeah. really well. And I remember mm-hmm. um, Jay Randall telling me about it uh, after he came back from the summit last year. And he's like, dude, I'm telling you right now, this boat is going to blow everybody out of the water. He's like, I'm actually going to get one. And at that point, you know, I think what Jay's down to the big rig, a Kilroy in his Liska. But I think before that, he didn't have his big rig and he had two Kusas. He had an HD and an FD. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, Jay just ranted and raved about it. And then... uh, I actually paddled our demo boat around. I'm like, dude, he was not kidding. Like, this yeah. thing is sick. And their plan is to also keep uh, improving that seat. You know, like, there's improvements coming down the line. Because um, that's, like, the number one thing. People are like, oh, man, it's great, but the seat. But, like, they are making that seat different. And so, like, this coming year. And so that's going to even improve the boat even more. Sure. And it's just going to alleviate the one critique that everybody, that yeah. if, if you had a critique, had on it. And so it's one of those things like it is uh, you're not giving anything up with that boat, though. That's the thing. Like yeah. you can say, oh, man, you know, it's an introductory boat. But tell me what's introductory about it. Thirty five inches wide. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, super stable paddles. Great. It's, you know, rotomolded molded perfectly, like has a nice seat on it. Two flush mount rod holders. I mean, yeah. What else you need? You don't. You don't <laughs> need you anything need else. Really don't need I mean, I don't else, know. Right. Yeah, but with that blank canvas, you can customize it to exactly what you want or what you need, exactly. so to speak. And that's that's how I always put it to, to people mm-hmm. looking at that boat. And uh, mm-hmm. not only that, but they offer it in some cool colors. I dig it. I think we got yeah, the yeah, green one sitting and, on the uh, floor right now. But, yeah. Dude, I love that, the, the lime. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that yeah. one, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's just bright and kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, man. So um, we're talking about a little For bit sure. about new boats and stuff, and you know you get a little little inside info on that blue blue sky boat works type thing going on. So, um, mm-hmm. do you by chance know what the MSRP is on that new uh, Angler Three Hundred and Sixty? No, actually, I don't. Um, I don't. Well, I know a little bit, but I can't disclose a lot. <laughs> I guess to put it that way. Um, <laughs> I mean, me and Ricketts are just trying to find out the inside scoop. No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, I can't can't give you too much, but um, there are definitely – it's definitely going to be – if if you want to get into one, you're going to be able to get into one uh, without crazy breaking the bank, I will say that. Um, And that's honestly all the farther I can go. Can we say like like, like, – can we say like – not as bad as a Hobie. Um, don't with, say. I don't like, want you to get in trouble. Without <laughs> no, it's just without going too much into it. It's just like we're we're just looking at some. Uh, I, I can't go into it. How yeah, about don't, go into it. <laughs> don't go into I'm it. Don't go into it. I don't want you. I don't want you to it. get in trouble. I'm not gonna go into. You're a good it. dude. Uh, I don't want you idea. to get in trouble. But honestly, like honestly, it's one of those things where I think everyone would be really pleased. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. What do you think about the glitter in the plastic? Who, who Dude, that's... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, so here's the deal, like, is <laughs> is the blue sky... Uh, what what are we... Who are we marketing to, right? I mean, I think that's, like, a big-time question. Um, 
we're marketing to different groups of people, you know, sure. so uh, we market to our MLF pros that that fish with us, you know, like uh, like Justin Lucas or Brent Chapman, uh, you know, they're they're in Jackson kayaks right now yeah. uh, or. You know, we market to your your local bass club guy who you see out on the water and is like, dang, man, I got this rig and I can't afford the payments on it anymore, but I could afford that, you know, yeah. and uh, or maybe maybe it is a, a kayak guy like Ricketts who's saying, you know, like, I like my kayaks, but man, I love my blue sky. And then I look at the, you know, blue sky on steroids and, and I want that one now. Yeah. And I just want to keep upgrading because you look at it and, I, and you know, uh, you look at like what the pricing is um, comparatively to what you get. If you can get out there, you know, we'll say we'll say ballpark ballpark, you know, four to five thousand dollars or whatever it's going to cost. Um, you can get out there without having to exert any energy and you can sit on a spot yeah. uh, with a fully rigged out boat that's awesome i mean that is really a good deal can you get a, a john boat for that yeah i mean of course you can get a john boat sure. for that um but you know that this is a different kind of a platform that yeah. we're not it's not supposed to be a john boat it's right. something different than that it's not supposed to be a kayak it's something different than yeah. that so you know folks can folks can bash it and folks can say oh it's not fair or folks can say whatever hey you do you let the guy next year do what he wants to do yeah and everybody just enjoys their time on the water and so regardless of honestly how it's perceived um it is a really cool craft um that's going to make a lot of people um extremely uh, enjoy their time on the water uh very much more than they were before and and sure. that's what it's all about absolutely right? so absolutely yeah well i mean i always uh, use a yeah, reference so that's kind of how i perceive it um uh, you know, we'll see like we'll see like how how they end up, you know, in the market and as, as far as the final price is concerned, because quite honestly, it's not decided yet. Sure. That's uh, they don't know what it is. And so whatever they decided it is, you know, you look at it and, and you kind of say, you know, you know I, I have different options here. I could get a big rig FD or even a big rig HD for less money than the FD. I could put a torpedo on the back and I'm at, you know, five grand. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like that's a, that's a great, that is a really great setup. You know, oh, I can yeah. get a big rig with the FE drive on it and be at like four and a half grand. You know, yeah. that's a great setup. It does something different than the one with the torpedo, sure. but it's still a great setup. Or I could get like a really decked out blue sky for whatever it ends up being four to five grand, whatever. I mean, dang, or I could go and, and get a different kind of kayak. You know, the Hobie 360s is right around that $4,500 mark. You know, some people want that. Good for them, man. Like, if that's what you want to roll with, that's what you want to roll with. Like, I'm telling you, I love my big rig with my Torquedo on the back. It's awesome. Um, I don't have to expend any energy, you know, and that's a big thing. I heard you guys talking on the podcast last night, but, um, mm -hmm. or today when I was listening to it, but, uh, yeah, so I mean, there's something out there for everybody. Uh, I kind of see the blue sky as just a completely different offering that is going to be completely uh, like heterogeneous as far as the types of people that it um, it attracts. It's going to attract a little bit of everybody. For sure, for sure. And I I always use a reference. Um, 
from Chad Hoover, you know, kayak fishermen are fishermen first, kayakers second, right? And, you know, that blue sky platform, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the ultimate fishing platform, man. How can you argue that? And, uh, you know, I've, yeah. put, I've put a ton of time in and on it, in on it recently, and it's like, mm-hmm. I've just fallen in love, man. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to fish out of anything mm-hmm. else. Um, no, you know, right, and, right. And that's one thing, too, is, you know, I got people that come in the kayak shop all the time, and they're like, well, what would you recommend? You know, you always get that question. Yeah. And, sure. I, you know, I'm 100% honest people, with people. I'm like, look, what I like, what you like, and what the next guy likes is going to mm-hmm. be three completely different things. You know, right. so demo, demo, demo. That's something we've always preached mm-hmm. on here, you know. Um, 100%. You know. 100%. And that's something, like, I wanted to touch on a little bit, too. Like, oh, sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. Sorry, I missed No, missed you're that, good. That. You're good. Go ahead, man. Can you hear us okay? You there? I think there's an audio delay. Yeah. I All right, I can hear you guys now. Yeah, you must have had a delay or breaking up there, man. Yeah, it was breaking up. Or, yeah, something was just kind of funky on it. Can you guys hear yeah. it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you're back. Yeah, go ahead and touch on what you wanted to touch on, man. Yeah, no. I, I mean, you were talking about, like, people need to get into what they what they want and what they believe in. And I, and I wanted to kind of mention that just a little bit as far as, and again, I always put this in like air quotes, but pro staffing, um, you know, like, what do you, what do you do to be a, a good team member once you're on a, a team? Like it can be a kayak team. It could be a bait company. It could be a rod company or whatever. Right. So, sure. I mean, what do you, what do you do? And like, how do you approach that if you're just getting into the industry? Because I mean, I, I think that I've done it wrong and I've done it right. Uh, in the time I've been doing it. Right. So I, I haven't been doing it forever. It's only been, you know, seven or eight years or whatever. It hasn't been that long, um, since I've even been kayak fishing and, and quite honestly, it's only been five or six since I've been representing companies. And so, but this is something where I feel pretty strongly about it. And I've talked to Jason about this, uh, at length, really. I mean, we've talked about it quite a bit, Jason, Absolutely. and like, yep. um, this is something where, at the beginning and I touched on this a little bit when we first got into the conversation when I got into it I said yes to everything I mean I said yes to companies just random off the wall companies I said yes to rod companies and I said yes to sunglasses and I said yes to trailers and I said yes to paddles and kayaks and clothes and I mean it was everything like literally you you think about something you have on your kayak and it was like I had something that represented a company and none none of those companies are bad. I mean, they're all great. It's fine. Um, but what I realized is number one, I can't do, I can't represent, uh, everything effectively. Number two, where am I? Like if, if you went on my Facebook, you went on my social media and I put out some random post about some, you know, random lure, um, does that actually hold any value or am I just, you know, for, for lack of, I'm not going to say that word, but for lack of a better word, just kind of selling myself out, um, to every single company who comes knocking on the door. Like, do I actually, is anyone actually going to listen to me 
if I'm promoting something? Am I, am I valuable to the companies that I represent? And so I did this for a couple of years up until about 2015, 2016, maybe. And, uh, I, I just burnt myself out. And so I, kind of took a step back to be honest with you from like promoting in general i mean i was still on a lot of the companies but just took a step back because it was i wasn't doing a good job and i had lost myself in in, in why i was fishing in the first place i was toting around just all these accessories i didn't need they weren't helping me fish they're actually hindering me from from fishing and i was not enjoying it. i was quite honestly quite miserable um I was I was actually the tournament director of River Bassin for a couple of years, like for Drew during that time as well. And it was just, I mean, I was doing way too much. I was a, the manager of Jackson as well, and I was also a teacher. It was a mess, man. And so I lost all balance, and I got myself into that by saying yes way too many times to way too many companies. And so when I kind of settled back down, I, you know, I stepped back from River Bassin. Um, I stepped back. Uh, from a lot of different things, but I, I decided, look, I'm only going to represent two or three companies and I'm only going to do it as, as good as I can. You know, I'm going to do those two or three companies. I'm going to represent them as well as I can. And, you know, when we first started talking and you kind of asked me before we got on air, uh, you know, what are the companies you represent? And I remember I was on a podcast like, you know, six years ago or something. Um, and, they listed it was over 10 companies and i remember they just kind of laughed like as they were saying it, they're like oh he represents x y and z or kind of like a through h basically right so like he represents all these companies and and i kind of was like oh no and i felt pretty cool at the time but now i realize if i get on social media like and i make a and i make a post um most of the time like if people actually if and i don't know if people follow me or not they probably don't but like if they do um they know what i'm representing they know i'm representing jackson kayak they know i'm representing st croix um they know if i'm paddling that day if i'm on the river or if i'm taking my son out they know i'm using a bending branches paddle and, and quite honestly i don't mind representing companies that i i, I don't even have affiliation with sure right so like yeah is Torquedo an amazing product? Heck yes. It changes the way you fish, period. It's an amazing product. And I put that and I put those, you know, that Torquedo in my in my post uh, when I'm on my big rig. And is Hummingbird Mega Imaging an amazing product? Heck yes, it is. It's an amazing product. And so I'll tag Hummingbird, you know. And so those are things that I realize that I take two to three sponsors and I only took companies that basically met the criteria. Like in 2016, when I came, kind of resurrected my quote-unquote kayak fishing promotional career, <laughs> whatever you wanted to call it. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, look, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm only going to represent two to three, and they have to meet like the following criteria. Number one, um, I have to believe this is the best product out, out there. Like, and everybody's is going to be different. So, sure. like, one person might believe something different, but I believe, and this is my belief about the, the products I represent, I think they're the best out there, period. I, and it's not, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing anything by using a St. Croix rod. I think I have the best, like, when I, when I unsheath 
my Excalibur, like so so to speak. Like, man, I feel so cool when I take the rod sleeve off of my my baitcaster. Like every single time. Yeah. Every time. And, and so like instead of having, you know, six rods that I kind of like before, I was like, ah, they're okay. I have like three that I just I adore. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And, and so that's kind of the deal. Like, you know, instead of using a fish finder that I was like, man, I, I don't know if I'm playing, you know, 1993 Mario World <laughs> or am I, you know, looking at mega imaging that I actually had to pay like full price for. But, man, it is a sweet product. So, you know, like that's that's something where I had to I had to figure that out for myself. Um, but I had to go and, and assess what I believed in and and. And narrowed it down to two to three things that I thought that were the very best of the best. And so that was one thing. Um, another thing was, like, I realized I had a lot of things in my kayak that did not help me catch fish. And so I had to say, does this product help me catch fish? Or is it, like, the flavor of the month or the year where everybody's jumping on the pro staff and that's kind of the, the cool thing for the year? And I had to say no to a lot of companies and stuff with a lot of companies because I just felt like it wasn't going to help me catch fish. Like, that was as simple as it was because that's my number one goal when I'm on the kayak um, is I want to catch fish. And so if it was getting in the way of that, it, it just went away. Like, period. That's that's what happened. Um, and then really, like, the, the next thing was, like, can I promote the product, um, like, well within the scope of of what i'm already doing like does it it does it fall into the niche of what i like to do so i like to do photography videography kind of stuff and like and a lot of those products didn't and I, just a few of them did and so and that's kind of another criteria that i use and so when i kind of looked at all those things i was finding that i was paying money for things that i didn't necessarily believe in or want to pay money for but i was doing it anyways then I was spending time promoting things I didn't necessarily believe in. Sure. And I was like, you know, using my time and my resources and my money for things that were not like the best of the best in my opinion. So I'm like, why would I do that? Like, even if I'm not sponsored by this rod company, I'm going to use them. And so I started using them and I started promoting just that rod company along with the kayak company and the paddle company. And then all of a sudden, like the rod company like reaches out and i'm like holy crap like i didn't expect that you know what i mean sure and so like someday if you know hummingbird hey if you guys are listening no but like <laughs> if, if, if hummingbird ever comes you know knocking on the door heck yes because guess what they already fall into the scope of what i do because i'm promoting them anyway because i believe in that product and so like you've like if if folks are just getting into it or if they find themselves into it for a while and they're oversaturated and they're overextended. Um, I just really encourage folks to like consider simplifying, only doing and representing things that you believe in, um, and and just going all out for those few things because you will rock it out. People will notice you, and um, you're gonna be really happy every single time on the water. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, I think that's a thing, especially nowadays, man. And, you know, obviously this year there's been a ton of commotion over it, you know. Um, just guys kind of, you know, whoring themselves out, so to speak, to all these brands just to have mm -hmm. the 
quote unquote pro staff name. And, um, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I, I got a couple, you know, small companies I represent and, you know, I'm content with that. You know, I don't need any Mm -hmm. more. I don't need any less. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I've even considered scaling it back. So Jay Randall, I'm dropping your fish mob lures, bro. Sorry. <laughs> no, I heard you guys talking about those, and I wanted to touch on that too. Like, look, like every company does need representation. Like, sure, not Absolutely. everybody's just gonna go out and be like, I'm gonna go after Under Armour fishing. Like, no, like yeah. they 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 sponsor like four people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, right. we're all not gonna get Under Armour. Sure. But, like, you know, I heard you guys talking about Jay Randall's like buzz baits on one of your podcasts. And shoot, like if you think that's the best buzz bait and that's how you fish and it helps you put fish in the boat, then yeah, man, promote the crap out of oh, that yeah. stuff because that's the deal. Um, and that's awesome. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so like that is that is perfectly legit. And, and if, if it came off the wrong way, sorry, like that's that's not what I meant. Like every little company, we don't sure. No, 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 no. Like no, I get definitely it, man. believe in the companies that you are representing, no yeah. matter the size, like for sure. You throw Speaking buzz of Jay baits. Randall's buzz baits. You throw buzz baits. Aaron, Do I? yeah, yeah, yeah. I throw um, warrior buzz baits. Um, Yo, bro. I don't know if you ever heard of them or not. They got that planer head on them. Fish mob. But they fish mob buzz up. baits. They'll change your life. <laughs> no, like I'll have to try one. Like, hey, look, I I'll have to check them out because after you guys were talking about, it, I was like, man, those kind of sound interesting. They are. Uh, they got shared by Striking, right? Didn't his. Uh, Does Buzzbait just get shared? Cast King. Cast King just... Cast, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's got a buddy, uh, Shane Kuvert, I think, uh, is on Cast King or something. And uh, he had made a post or a video or something. Uh, Yeah, Jay was talking about that this morning in our little Paddle and Finn group chat. Um, Mm. But, yeah, they're interesting, dude. Check them out. You'll dig them. I love them, man. Nice. But... uh, for yeah. sure, for sure. I'm sure. I do a lot with like river fish, like smallies and stuff on the river. Like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, a black buzz bait is hard to beat. Yeah, like around here anyway. Yeah. Yep. He's got a black, like, black, blue one. I thought I had one. I, th- I might. I think they're upstairs. I just got home from the Mississippi. They're in my tote, my Plano tote. Um, but he's got a black, blue one. That's that's pretty sexy. And it catches the fish. Nice. Actually, yeah, no, definitely. Like that's my. I always have a buzz bait tied on on the river. So I put yeah. a. I put a video out. I think it was last. Last summer, it's on the Paddle and Fin podcast page, and I didn't have my GoPro running when I caught it, but there was a big smallie I caught on the Kishwaukee that just hammered that thing. Threw it in there. Mm-hmm. He swiped at it, missed it. Threw it back in. He swiped at it, missed it, and then finally the third time. They just kind of like yeah. suck them yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of like. <laughs> yep. And you have to like you got to yep. be just a little patient. You can't yeah. just rip it out. Yep. You know, yep. buzz. Yeah, smallie buzz bait fishing's pretty fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the deal. Yeah, I was uh-huh. all stoked because I, I think I had just got those from Jay. I had gotten a big batch from him, and uh, I took him out on the river, and I was like, bro, I caught like an 18-inch smallie, and he was like, no way. And I was like, yeah, I didn't get it on video. Sorry, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, I got it of me like holding up, floating in the river, you know, just like yeah. gloating about it. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, check him out. Talk to Jay. He'll, he'll no, set you sure. up. I will. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I mean, look at. 
I, I think the way you put that is best, you know, um, you know, every company needs some kind of representation. It's just believing in the product in the company that you're representing, you know, uh, right. That that's the main goal slash feature, um, you know, when mm-hmm. you're looking at this pro staff stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've had people walk away from Jack. I mean, we have people walk away from Jackson every year, right? Like we got a big team and we have people walk away. And, you know, and some people leave for a different kayak company or something different. And I'm like, you know, they say, look, here's I just there's a boat out there that I think is is better for me. And I and I say to them, I respect that 100 percent. Sure. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, I want you to to succeed in what you're doing. And if there is a time where, you know, uh, that's not happening either. A, if if we if we can't change it as a company, then, yeah, we, we want you to do your your part as a team member with integrity. And so it's like there's no fault against people for not believing in a product X, Y, or Z, but you got to be true to yourself um, because if you're not, you will burn out and you will not enjoy what you love so much. Sure, absolutely. Like just bottom line, it's about enjoying your time. Nobody out here is like, um, you know, going out and fishing and getting paid to fish. No one, no one is doing that in this industry. Every everything, if you're getting paid in the industry, it's because it's a it's a job you got some job somewhere and doing yeah. something and uh so go out and enjoy yourself while you're fishing like and love love what you're doing you know um and so i had to come to that realization for myself like you know it was not worth my time to save 30 percent on some baits or whatever or it wasn't worth my time to you know lose a bunch of fish on on some rods or line or whatever that was breaking or wasn't working right. You know what I mean? It just wasn't, it wasn't adding up for me. And so I had to go back to what I knew and, and, um, it wasn't just random. The companies I chose weren't just random. You know, I've, I've fished a lot of different rods, man. I fished Loomis. Um, you know, I've fished like, you know, that whole Shimano family. Now I only use Shimano reels. Like, you know, we, we get a, we get a team deal through another company at Jackson. Uh, but I don't use that. I use reels that I like to use, you know, we get fish finder deals at Jackson. I don't use those. I use a different one that I like to use. Some people use it. That's great. They love those. Perfect. But you got to be true to yourself. And that's a huge deal, man. That is a big deal. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Don't sell your soul to the devil, kids. Nope. That's true. Nope. I went head over heels with the with the um, pro staff lure companies and stuff like that too. You know what I mean? I just because I, I just thought mm-hmm. it was a way to promote myself and help promote the brand. And then talking to Aaron, I'm like, he makes some he makes some good points here because they're kind of pimping you, yeah, right for cheap advertisement. So you really need to dial in. And if it's not, it's got to be two way street too. You yeah. know, like yeah. I was saying, they got to do for you what you're doing for them. And if the discount's not worth the time you're putting in, then you're you're getting pimped, and it's not worth it. And that's just so, it, man. I mean, you know, uh, I had a long conversation with Jay ab- about this, and uh, you know, um, there's some of these companies where it's just like it, it's a marketing gimmick for them to have a pro mm-hmm. staff, right? Um, where they're getting guys to buy X amount of dollars worth of product every year. And, you know, and then you get that quote unquote titled pro staff, but, yeah, uh, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. Jay had a, you know, I'm not trying to throw Jay under the bus by any means, but he, he had a certain deal with a company and that's kind of how it was going. And I'm like, well, what are they doing for you, Jay? 
and he just like kind of was like what like what'd you say like uh you know yeah. mm-hmm. and you know um that's one thing you got to look at and you know i know me and uh mr ricketts here have talked um you know ricketts runs the kayak team down there at loveland i guess i'll break the news now but we're starting a kayak fishing team over at rocktown um and and that's one thing that you know when me and jason talked you know it's you know these guys are doing work for your shop but at the same time you got to do work for them you know promote them Mm -hmm. as an angler and you know things like that Mm -hmm. and i think jackson does a great job of that man they're always promoting their their team guys um they give them a platform to write blogs i think that's totally huge mm-hmm. um you know things not like only that, that but they publish the blogs too yeah I mean, it's, yeah yeah we get yeah, a really uh, cool. we get a million unique viewers on that website every year one million or, or over a million but like you know like for example like team members sometimes are like man my blog's like not getting traction on social media i'm like it's more than that though like if you looked on the back end of that, like on the WordPress side of things, yeah. that blog got like thirty thousand views. Jeez. You know what I yeah. mean? Or yeah, like yeah. thirty thousand hits. Sure. And like the average is like fifteen thousand. It's crazy. That's so nice. like yeah. you know, you look at something like that, it is a huge platform. Like Jackson's yeah. got one of the biggest actually the biggest platform in the in the kayaking industry. Heck yeah. Um, man. Because we have we're so all encompassing with whitewater wreck and fishing and uh, it's a huge platform. So yeah, I, I do appreciate that because, like you said, I mean, or like we were saying earlier, we do use our team members as marketing tools. Yeah, we tell absolutely. them that. And, and they do a heck of a job for us doing that. And we try to make it mutually beneficial for them uh, to kind of build their brand through, you know, blogs or, or sure. whatnot um, or media yeah, house trips. Gives that, back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Aaron. And, yeah. And, yeah, sorry. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And don't get me sure. wrong. I mean, there's there's other companies out there doing the same thing for their team guys, but you know, I'm talking, mm-hmm. you know, some of these uh, other companies out there. You know, you're not getting that back. Uh, yeah. You're not getting an ROI on your investment with that company. Whereas companies right. like like Jackson, you are getting that return on investment where you're getting the self promotion through that company. Um, and there's yeah. there's other companies out there that are just like that. So, um, and that's just the promotion part. I mean, like, I mean, our team members get a very generous discount on boats. Sure. They have this incentive program to make them even cheaper. I mean, like, it, there's a financial part part of that for our team too. I mean, like, it's we really we try to take care of our team. Like, we take sure. it real seriously because like they do so much for us, and it's got to be that way. And so, yeah, like you're saying, people have to analyze that like is getting six dollars off this thingamajig uh worth it worth me going and taking two fishing trips and trying to get video content for this and editing an out a, a video for two hours or or whatever like is it worth it yeah i don't know i mean sure. it was for me to start off with because i didn't know any better but that's something that people definitely need to take the time step back and uh and if and if they do believe in that product, but they're not getting enough, by the way, then approach the company and be honest about it and say, look, you know, I do like this product, but I don't think that I'm, I don't think it's an equal relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And I still want to promote it, but, you know, you're going to have to do a little bit more for me for what you're expecting. And sure. that's fine. And and that's, that's something you have to go with, you know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely, man. Very yeah. cool. 
You got any other questions, Ricketts? No, man. I feel like we covered a lot of good stuff, man. It's a pretty educational podcast. Yeah. I think I think a lot of guys are going to take away from what Aaron's laying down here, man. Uh, Yeah. Great conversation. It's a full-time job. Like, you you have to, as I mentioned before, like, being, being on a pro staff or ambassadorship or even being part of the team, the company is putting a lot of resources into you, but you gotta you gotta treat it like a your, job. Yeah, you gotta treat it like a job. Exactly. Absolutely. For me, it's I do two social media posts a week: Instagram, Facebook, two times a week. Um, I do demo days two to three times a month. You know, and then there's all the the extracurricular stuff that I don't post. It's the um, unlimited Facebook messages that I get, and sure. I mean thousands mm-hmm. a year, thousands a year. My wife looked at me one night at like 2 a.m. She woke up. My phone was going crazy. She goes, who in the world? I'm like, it's people want to know stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Well, even, and then with uh, too, like, um, I got all the guys from the team messaging me. I got Mark messaging me. I got to get, you know, run his Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I run his Instagram. I do mine. Mm -hmm. I do paddle fins and I do my, oh, you know, it's a full time, it's a full time job. You got to put into it, but it's Mm -hmm. worth it, you know? My mm-hmm. my loyalties are pretty straight. If you're asking me which you know which companies are you, do you stand by through thick and thin, it's going to be these companies. You know what I mean? Right. So um, I pour my heart and soul into it. It's a full time job. It's it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. You know what I mean? Sure. Just like you, you just got to treat it that way because they're expecting something from you, and you can't be lazy about it. You, but it's also it comes easy for me because. You know, when I when I first got on the Blue Sky, Sky team and I got my Blue Sky, I didn't know I was going to love it. I knew I was going to like it. I knew it was going to be a cool boat. I knew it was the latest and greatest. I didn't know I was going to love it. But now it's like I love that boat. It changes you know? your world, bro. It changes your life when you're on mm-hmm. that. And, and this is there, there's a lot of great kayak platforms. It's not a kayak, but obviously we know that. Um, there's there's people that know about me that I didn't even that I don't know that know about me. For sure. instance, I sold my Ooh. I sold my Lawrence. You know what I mean? I sold my Lawrence Fish Finder. I drove up to Dayton to meet the guy. The guy came from Michigan to do it, to buy it, right? So we're at we're at Cabela's parking lot, and I'm like, yeah, man, I had to sell my kayak. He goes, hey, dude, that's not a kayak you got. And I'm like, what? He goes, that's not a <laughs> kayak you got. That's a boat. I'm like. I was like, how do you know what I, you know? And I'm just like, this is kind of creepy. He's a young kid. And I'm like, this is this creepy? Like, should I be creeped yeah. out? And I'm looking, I was like, how do you know what I'm on? He goes, oh, you're that blue sky guy. I guess, you know, he, yes. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy. But it's, I, I guess it's because of all the work I pump into getting it out there. You know what I mean? And I just thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. Uh, sure. It was a weird compliment. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's definitely a lot of work. Something I absolutely love. It's taken... Yeah, it's taking my life over in a positive way. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, man. If I was that's to turn, awesome. if I was to turn like change anything, I would I would have loved to seen Aaron. You know what Aaron's or what I would love to have Aaron see what I've done in the last four years before coming on Jackson. You know, because sure. uh, there was a lot of work there too that I helped with Mark and building his platform up and stuff like that. But I I mean I absolutely love what I do. It's and I hope it shows. You know, absolutely. Oh, heck yeah, it does, dude. You do a good job, man. Yeah, Aaron uh, uh, told me you're fired, so uh, (laughs) you're going to have to give me your blue sky. Yeah. Just saying, bro. (sighs) Here's a question for you guys. Um, What do you think – so you – I get this. I get get a lot of people that tell me this or ask me this. Like, I want to be full-time in the the kayak industry. Like, I, I want it to be my job. Like, 
have you guys heard people say that before? Like, I want to be, uh, I want to be in this industry a hundred percent. Like I want it to be my livelihood. I've said right? that. Like, I've said that personally. Okay. I've said that personally. What does that thinking. mean? Yeah. So what does that mean? Or, or what is the perception of what that is to folks uh, who are saying that? Um, I think, I think to most people, um, they see, uh, themselves being a, a Drew Gregory with a hooked on wild waters. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. To me personally, um, when, when I say I want to be, um, in the kayak fishing world, um, I see it working for either a boat manufacturer, uh, mm-hmm. being a sales rep, um, Mm-hmm. You know, getting out there, um, working for a company that makes a product for the kayak fishing thing, you know, mm-hmm. see, um, you know, I know you just started, you know, listening, to old episodes of the podcast and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I haven't been in this game as long as you guys, um, and this whole podcast was started, uh, by a friend of mine and myself, um, we wanted to get into kayak fishing. We'd been fishermen our whole life. Um, kayaking was something, uh, you know, it was blowing up. It was becoming more popular. But when we went to get into it, we really struggled to find some inter- information on it. And I would say in the past year, that's become a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. So we started it with the concept of uh, let's talk about our struggles, our trials and tribulations getting into it. And the further and the deeper and the more I got into it, I realized how cool the kayak fishing community was, um, how much mm-hmm. cooler um, to me uh, it was fishing out of a kayak, how you're more in tune with water, the fish, nature, everything, man. I mean, you just take that all in. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. So, you know, from my aspect, you know, our goal, and, and Ricketts knows this when uh, we had talked about bringing him on the podcast and uh, you know crankbait johnny and sticks and you know jay randall uh knows you know it's like our our main goal is just to grow the kayak fishing community and talk to people like you and um you know previous guests you know jd derosier drew gregory teach people help them learn i mean uh, i can't i mean rickett sees some of the emails that comes through you know on a weekly basis where it's like hey man uh, I'm so glad you guys talked about this. Um, you know, I, I've been really struggling with that and, you know, this and that. Some guy just posted, I think it was yesterday, um, I forget his name, but he's like, man, I've been going through like a two-week drought, haven't caught a fish, and then finally, bam, caught a smallmouth. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, I just keep going mm-hmm. at it, and I listen to you guys, and it helps me out. And That you know, was whatever. on Instagram, right? Instagram uh, message? No, I think that was, was on that Facebook. Was? It was, was on it Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, um, that's right. You know, to me, that's pretty humbling, um, you know, because mm-hmm. I'll use the old Jay Randall term. I'm just a hack, bro. I get by, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I by no means am, am a professional fisherman. Um, you know, this year fishing the pro series and the trail series and the FLW KBF series. Like I kind of wanted that was more for me. You know, I just wanted to see where I stood you know, mm-hmm. um, which has been an incredible experience and, uh, definitely a learning curve. But when you take the tournament aspect out of it, don't get me wrong. I'm very competitive, but, um, you know, uh, 
Jay Randall and I, you know, did a intro to kayak fishing seminar. It was one of the biggest seminars we've had down at the kayak shop. You mm-hmm. know, um, <clears throat> I'm going to give a speech next week to some anglers club um, in a town that I don't know anything about their anglers club, but they're interested in kayak fishing. They reached out, and I was like, "Yo, man, I'll bring a fully rigged out boat. Hell, I'll bring two. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk as long as you want. I got a PowerPoint presentation already." Uh, mm-hmm. we'll get you guys squared away you know um mm-hmm. i do this purely for the love of it you know if mm-hmm. if uh and you know if it was uh jackson kayak or werner paddles or or bonafide called me tomorrow and was like yo bro we want you to quit your business and we're gonna pay you 20 grand a year to work for us i'd do it in a heartbeat you know, mm-hmm. because I yeah. know I'm that hardworking dude, whereas eventually I would work my way up the ladder, but I would be doing something I love, you know? Right. Uh, so what it means to me and what it means to other people, I think, is probably two different spectrums, right? And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just listening to Drew Gregory's podcast, um, and he was talking about it, uh, you know, shooting the hook down wild waters and how he kind of got away from what he used to do making the small youtube clips and um, just getting out there having fun on the water now he's got to worry about you know which way the sun's pointing so we get the right shot (laughs) hey drew you know the 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 jet boat can't get up over this so we're not going to be able to get this shot and this and that and he's like you know he talks about it openly he's like it drives me nuts and Ken Morris was like, Drew, when's the last time you actually just went out on the water to fish for you? And he couldn't answer it. I don't ever want to get to that point, you know? Um, Right, right. Whereas I think a lot of people don't think about that. And that was one thing we talked about with Drew when we had him on the podcast here. Um, You know, he's like, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah, it's cool you got a TV show, but you only see the good parts of it. You know, you're not seeing all the back end legwork that goes into making that show. And he's like, it really doesn't make fishing fun when you're having to worry about all that crap, you know? So, I mean, I get it, man. And I mean, if you want to hear the real story behind, you know, what it's really like, talk to Drew Gregory. He'll tell you straight Mm -hmm. up what it's like. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not all sunshine and rainbows, as we would like to say, you know? Right. But, right. I don't know, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but. No, that's, I mean, that's, I was just wondering, because, like, you hear that, and I I have a lot of team members ask me that question. Like, how sure. do I get and, and make this, like, a living? And, like, you actually answered it perfectly because you, you talked about all the things you did. And the number one thing I always say is, like, you have to provide value. Sure. You have to provide yeah. value in what you do. Yeah. And so, like, what does that mean? It means get really, really good at what you do. Um, and and quite honestly, like, I look at um, – I was just talking to Matt Ball about this, like, three days ago, like, right after I got home from iCast. And, like, we were talking, and, uh, and I said, you know, there's – Jackson's like a company – and, and we're not the only company. Every company is just like Jackson, right? So, like, we reward hard work. And, and this is just to, like, talking to everybody out there who's kind of like, how do I become, how do I get into the kayak industry? Um, I'll give you, like, Bridget Howard as a perfect example. Sure. 
So, like, Bridget and I both started really working for Jackson, like, officially within just, like, a month or two of each other. Like, um, she was promotional queen of, like, the social media world back in, like, 2014, 2015. Not that she's not now. You know what sure, I mean? She sure. still is, right? Um, but, like, her focus has shifted to working at Jackson Kayak. Um, what happened was that she got really, really good at what she did. She made awesome connections. She showed herself as reliable and organized in small little projects for the company. Sure. And then they said, you know what? If she's good at that, I wonder if she's also good at this. Yeah. You know, uh, take Richard Penny. You know, I, t yeah. I put Richard on the team back in, like, one of my first people I put on the team, quite honestly. It was in, like, late 2014. And, uh, and Richard had just an uncanny ability to work with dealers um and he had a huge network well you know this past year richard got hired on as a territory sales manager for jackson kayak you sure. know what i mean yeah like that stuff happens because they showed value through small projects and like what you're saying like you're like look i go up and then do this talk without anybody asking that's providing value yeah where a company might say you know what we're actually starting this new little niche yeah and what you've done with all these little talks we're actually going to do a little mini series of like things around the country to for our dealers and we need to present this new product in the right way we need you to do it you know sure. like yeah, yeah, yeah who knows where that well who knows where that opportunity comes out at right right, but, right. Uh, back to like kind of circling all the way back um you know find two or three things that you really want to promote where is your niche and just hammer it. Yeah. Hammer it yeah, yeah. over and over and over again. And eventually that opportunity is going to come around if you're in a company that you believe in, if you do a good job, and um, opportunities arise. You know, yeah. if you're the person, opportunities arise. And so I guess, like, I asked the question, not to answer the question, but I wanted to see where you went with it. Sure. And it answered it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It answered it perfectly, man. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, man, uh, you know, everybody sees the, you know, the big boat guys, you know, living the dream and or what they perceive as living the dream. And um, I think I got a good reality check on that when I fished the FLW KBF Cup down there um, on Nickajack because the FLW event was going on um on uh not gunnersville uh it was on um chickamauga chickamauga, chickamauga. i always yeah. get the two confused but they're the all, campground yeah, i was right at <laughs> the, the campground i was at um it was half flw pros and yeah. seeing what those guys do and talking to some of them i mean gary yamamoto Dude. was camped out two spots down for me i talked to gary yamamoto yeah. every night and um but you know he's got it made i mean everybody owns Senkos, yeah. right but the right. other guys you know um Dude. seeing what they go through it's and hearing crazy. about it, it it's nuts man and and the dream mm -hmm. ain't what it's all cracked up to be can you imagine no. the pressure oh dude of being an a paid flw pro yeah. if you don't oh catch my fish, you get dumped yeah man, and then oh, everything yeah, yeah. goes away yeah. i couldn't imagine that kind of pressure and it's it not even fun. paid man like there's yeah. a guy up in in ottawa ricketts uh um, yeah and i'm not gonna say his name but like he's one of my good buddies we met through our moms like randomly a couple of years ago and I took him out on the kayaks. He took me out on his boat. And he was explaining to me, he's a teacher, right? So we know the FLW season starts in January. 
Yeah. Like he's a teacher and the FLW season starts in January. He he's got to take a half a year pay cut from teaching, which we don't make a lot of money as teachers yeah. anyway. Right. And so he basically makes like 20 grand a year teaching basically. And then if he doesn't perform on the tour, like he basically like screwed his family for the insurance, the salary he gets teaching. Like, I mean, he just lays them out to dry. Yeah. So, you know, he had a decent year this year, but like the last two years, he didn't make his expenses. You know what I mean? And he, he lost sponsors like Ricketts was saying. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, then you have the other side. Like you're saying, you're Gary Yamamoto's like, you know, Justin Lucas is, is on our team. You know, like guys like that. That's the other side of it. Yeah, you know, they right, got right. sponsors, any sponsors they want. They're independently yeah. wealthy through a company, whatever. Sure. And it's like, you know, people see those kind of guys like that's the life where in reality, you know, the FLW guy that's struggling with his second job, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah. And that's that's how you pers- that's how you got to look at guys like like a Drew Gregory yeah. um, who work their tails off to, um, get to make. Man to make it man and then they still have to work their tails off to go back to one of the first things i said is stay relevant yeah because if drew stopped yeah then who's drew yeah you know what i mean exactly what have you done for me lately i mean we know who he is but what what are my will my kids know drew if he stopped no no you know so what a scary thought that is as that individual yeah you know what a scary thought is for drew what if yeah. something happens and, and that just goes, man, that is a scary thought. You know, a lot of Well, pressure. Drew made the Kusa, though, so he did. He, yeah, he's he gets his residuals. <laughs> you know, Drew's yeah. in a little different. <laughs> Drew's in a little different. But, like, you know, somebody that's purely promotion. I mean, all right, so Gene Jensen, that's a great example, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be a better example. Like, what, you know, that that's more scary to me. Sure. And, and Gene does a great job of it, man. Like yeah. he does a good job at his platform and he does a good job of all that. But like, you know, if you rely on, on that content kind of stuff, that is a, that's a tough job. And yeah. it's not all that crack have to be, you know, Gene's on the road a lot. Gene's producing content. He's away from his family, man. That's tough. Yeah, man. That's hard to be away from your family and do stuff like that. So, that's a dude, I'd love to go fishing with Gene. If you're listening, man, I'd love to go fishing with that dude. Mm-hmm. He, he's the fluke master. He's a good mm-hmm. teacher, man. Yes, he is. He's a very good teacher, and uh, yeah, got a lot of respect for him. So yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just doubt, wanted man. to. I dig it, man. Yeah. I dig it. I think that's a great question, man. Um, you know, uh, Brian, you don't give yourself enough credit either, man. You're a stick too. I mean, don't. Don't underestimate you. I mean, I know you kind of mm-hmm. had a rough run in Mississippi, but you're you're a stick. I mean, let's I'm not, not talk about I'm Mississippi, not here damn it, rub your belly, brother, <laughs> dude. I hear all your like tournament recaps on the podcast. That's what I was thinking too. Like you're like, oh yeah. man, I'm not any good. I'm like, dude, like when my last tournament St. Clair, I'm like, I skyped my kids in the middle of the tournament and almost cried because i missed them <laughs> and then i had yeah. and i left i freaking left you know like yeah. and i'm looking at you like going across the country i'm like man how does he do that for like 10 days in a row it's it's and, it's rough you know? man and uh and that's the thing man you talk about your kids i mean um you know i i started young you know my son uh he'll be 17 here next week and my daughter's nice. 15 she'll be 16 in december and Wow. Um, yeah. My wife, man, you know, she uh, 
she's my best friend, man. And she, you know, she, when I told her I was going to do this this year, she's like, you go do whatever you got to do. You know, I know this is your thing and this is Mm -hmm. your passion and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, when we talked about it, I'm like, I'm going to be on the road a lot. Like, you know, right. If you need to get a boyfriend or right, I guess, you know, whatever, (laughs) but no, all kidding aside, but, um, no, she, uh, she's good, man. Uh, I couldn't do it without her and her support. And, you know, like she, uh, it's funny, man. She always, and my old man too, which is like my biggest fan, you know, they're both always watching that leaderboard and I'm always mm-hmm. getting texts when I'm on the water tournament day or, you know, Mississippi, my old man texted me Friday and he's like, how's it going? You know, you, you on him, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on? Cause normally I'm calling him and telling him, you know, this one's going to be all right. You know? Yeah. And right. I, I, I didn't want to make the phone call cause I knew it wasn't going to be all right. It was a tough bite mm-hmm. up there, but, uh, yeah, man, I put a lot of pressure on myself this season, um, and I think I put a lot of pressure on myself in Mississippi because, you know, going into it, I was in third for AOY, and I'm going up against guys like Dusty Yacker, uh, Alan Reed, Sam Jones, Dylan Fuqua, mm-hmm. um, you know, some some real sticks in the Central Division, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, I kind of bombed that tournament, but whatever. I mean, it could have been mm-hmm. a lot worse. Um but uh yeah man i i appreciate your guys' nice comments but uh mm-hmm. i don't know we'll see we'll see it's a hard life i mean that's, and that's just another that tournament fishing is just another thing like oh, everybody yeah, wants yeah. to be the next eric sadicki you know what yeah. i mean yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. like yeah, everybody yeah. wants to be the next you know christine whoever, like fisher matt, matt ball matt christine ball, fisher yeah. and like Smith, you know you talk yeah. to a guy like kurt or matt yeah. like i mean i talk to matt a lot you know and he's one of my biggest just sounding boards i guess and 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 it's one of those things where like you know he talks about it and he's like man it is he he said what you said it is such a hard lifestyle to maintain oh yeah and and the kayak industry right now we're we're getting there as far as tournament fishing to like make it but the closest people are guys like eric who just basically live out of their truck yeah or jody queen who just live out of their truck yeah. and go from place to place to place or christine i mean heck her and aj live yeah. out of there i think they have a toy hauler or yep. something i mean yep. like they go from place to place to place and and they work in between and they get jobs on what they can in between and man yeah. it is not i mean it's awesome but it's not glamorous all the time though you know sure it's a mad respect for people that do that side yeah. of it more impossible if you have a family. making it yeah. you know oh yeah, yeah. And, and that's the toughest you know, part so man like, like I talked to Jay Randall and he was like, uh, it was after I went to Kansas and then straight over to Tennessee for the FLW KBF open and then came back home. And I think I was on the road for, it was like 13 days or 12 days or something, something ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, I bet that was a blast. And I was like, yeah, it was for like the first four days. And then you start talking mm-hmm. to yourself, you know, I'm like, Jay, it'd be <laughs> right. totally different. Like if it was me and Jay traveling, like Jay and I travel a lot together since we've met. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, we have some, a lot of fun times, a lot of laughs, catch a lot of great fish, you know? I'm like, Jay, if it was you and I traveling, like, we'd never come home, bro. Let's be honest. Right. I'd be divorced, <laughs> you know. You wouldn't have your girlfriend anymore, and, you know, we'd be traveling the States fishing. But, uh, you know, we both know that's not feasible. But, um, you know, it, it 
it's it's rough when you're by yourself man and you know i've been fortunate enough mm-hmm. that this year i met guys like alan reed and sam jones and dylan fuqua you know this past tournament the um you know dylan his dad me alan reed and uh sam jones we we got an airbnb rented a four-bedroom house you know so mm-hmm. when you're doing that compared to me traveling around in my little trailer you know by myself sure. you know it's it gets yeah. rough dude you know mm-hmm. so i mean those guys that are looking to you know uh travel around and hit all these different tournaments and stuff just be ready man i mean make some so friends it's a sacrifice man yeah it's yeah. a sacrifice For yeah sure. like if it's if it's it's anything like if you want to get head over heels into this industry you have to sacrifice something Huge. you have to sacrifice yeah. something like it doesn't matter if you've got a job like a, you're a fishing team manager well you gotta sacrifice nights of sleep because when yeah. do i find time to do stuff it's when my yeah. kids go to bed and it's before yeah. my job starts in the morning you know if you're drew you gotta sacrifice fishing just fun fishing if yeah. you're a tournament angler you gotta sacrifice time a lot of time with your family yeah you know it's you gotta be ready to forsake something sure. and that's that's the that's the hidden underbelly that a lot of folks uh, maybe don't realize, but you've got to be willing to assess all of that before you go head over heels into something um, well, that you thing, don't sign up for. One thing people don't really understand either is one of the main sacrifices, and that's you're going to sacrifice a little bit of love of the sport. Because, you know, one thing that I found myself also, like competing in tournaments and stuff, which is kind of the reason I don't compete in a lot of tournaments, is like take Cowan Lake. I was I was banging fish out left and right, and it got I was getting frustrated because the fish weren't big enough. Sure. And I stopped enjoying sure. the fact that I was catching fish fish and started getting pissed off that they weren't sized. And I'm like, sure. what am I doing, man? I'm out here fishing, having fun with some buddies, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it turned into it's not good <laughs> enough. This is not good enough. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean? that's a good so, point, I mean, man. I'm the guy that kind of like yelled a few choice words and almost threw my rod in the water so you know i'm supposed to be out there having a good time but you know that's just it you get that competitive edge in you and uh you know it's tournament fishing is like 80 percent mental right i mean if not more Mm -hmm. than that you know and if you lose that mental focus um you know i use my bro my little brother as a reference he's a golf pro um, but he's got a huge mental problem, and and golf is ninety percent mental, ten percent physical, oh, yeah. just like fishing. And he duffs a bad shot, dude, his whole game, you know. So like usually I get the advantage because I'll get in his head right away, start talking crap, and you know he gets all <laughs> flustered, and then you know that gives me a good three or four strokes on him. You know I might have a chance, you know. So I mean it, that's the thing if you just lose that mental focus and that was that was the thing too is like you know I lo- I just lost my probably 15th fish right at the boat yep. spit the hook right at me was just so pissed and like threw my rod down and I was like you got to be kidding me and then I just like kind of took a deep breath and I'm like dude you're just out here having fun like wh- right. you know what are you doing why are you getting so upset mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it was funny because Justin Marshall was right there, and so was Eric Richards from Hammered. And uh, Eric made a comment to me. He's like, yeah, so uh, I had a rough day with the fish, I say, huh? And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. I'm like, Well, Jeff Durbin saw the same thing happen to me because I just 
we were fishing and and i'm like man i just got to get on the board because the morning started off a little rough for some reason for some reason when we launched everybody decided decided to huddle around us right so we we sat there and we didn't put a pole in the water because we didn't want people to know that's where we were fishing. Yeah. So we were just like, hey, this is just a hangout before, you know, everybody takes off. So we, like, looked around, waited and waited. And there's a few people that lingered. And some guy dropped a rod right next to me. I'm like, God dang it. Come on, son. He didn't catch anything. And then, you know, he peeled out. And I threw over there and banged out my first fish just like right after he left. And I put it on the board. And the damn thing flopped off the board, went by my pedals, flopped again. And I dove for it. <laughs> Smack my shins on the pedal of my blue sky. My rod and hand are over the front of it in the water. I'm trying to get this fish, you know, and Durbin looks over and goes, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and here, you know, me, I'm spl- I'm sprayed out, cussing, my shins bleeding where I busted it on the pedal, you know, I'm just like, I don't even know, man. I'm just trying to keep this fish from going in the water and yeah. I lost the fish, you know, yeah. it was like 17 oh, yeah. and then i lost that big monster <laughs> on the lily pad in the back i mean it's just yeah dude it's it's something else man you can go from having fun to getting real frustrated real quick oh, yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. when it comes to losing lures and stuff yeah. i lost when i when i went and fished up up north man i lost you know 20 bucks of lures in the first hour or jigs i'm like I don't know about this sport, man. This cost me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, get ready, man. Buckle up. Yeah, yeah you are right, though, Jason. Man, it. Uh, I, I like to create content, and I'm all like, if if I showed you my thing, I mean, I got GoPros and camera lenses and drone battery. I mean, like, yeah. I spend half my time. Not even half. I mean, I spend like seventy percent of my time preparing, and then getting stuff around on the water and then editing and then like 30% of the time fishing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll fish for an hour and a half and I'll do everything else for three hours. Yeah. You know? So it's like, but, but here's the side of that though. Like I love doing that though too, sure. Exactly. Yeah. but yeah. that's not my job in the fishing industry though. You know what yeah. I mean? But right. so like, that's the different thing. Like I'm not getting paid to do that. I do that cause I like it and yeah. I promote my sponsors, right? That's the whole sponsors part of it. But the work part of that, you know what I mean? Like, that's the other side that, again, I really like what I do, but it's a straight-up job. So, like, you know, you got to definitely uh, understand that side of it, too. I mean, that's just kind of where we're at. The video part, I think that's fun, too. I love the memories of it. You know, you're recording all that stuff, and you have it to look back on. And I kind of like – I like to stockpile stuff through the summer because in the winter – Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. has any content, and that's yeah. what I like kind of pump it out in the yeah. winter. Yeah, that's so, that's how it's going to be for me, man. I mean, yeah. I was I was trying to pump out three videos a week, and uh, man, it's just with traveling, um, it's hard editing the podcast, getting that uploaded. You know, managing. You know, before Ricketts came around, um, trying to get posts up on her Instagram, my own personal Instagram, my own Facebook, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was just juggling so much. Um, and then, you know, when I really started hitting the road and stuff, it's like, man, I don't have time to edit. I got tons and I probably Mm -hmm. got over 150 gigs of just footage, just chilling, Mm -hmm. waiting to be edited, you know, but right. But living in the North, there will be a time. Oh yeah. 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 Around November, end of November, it starts turning to crap. Yeah. Rain yeah. and cold, and then you can fish a little in December, maybe first part of January, and then it turns, yeah. and then it's like good luck. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but the the videography part—that's something I want to get 
next year that's what i'm going to be working on the better cameras the mounts you know i don't i haven't really figured out a good mount for the blue sky because you sit up so high you can't use your traditional like ram mount because it's so low you know so yak attack boomstick brother i was uh, that's just gonna we'll say to yeah, come out. yeah. Yep, uh talk then to you me. add one of these bad boys on it yeah yep. buddy talk to uh yak attack today camera arms will be out january new camera oh, arms that they man, released that at iCast. No, because I tried. Trust me, I yeah. tried. Travis Dang. was ordering some stuff at the shop, and I was like, yo, ask him about the new camera arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need one. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, man, do we got anything else? I know we're, this is this went late, but, I mean, the conversation's so good, man. I hate, hate yeah. cutting it off. No, man. yeah, no, no, it's all good. I don't have anything, guys. I uh, was just. I didn't mean that to go for another 30 no, no, no. minutes. No, no, no. <laughs> totally fine, man. That's what Just it's all about. Just find that balance. Yeah. Yeah, you got to yeah. find that balance between loving what you do and, and keeping it fun, and, and especially when you're wanting to be competitive. I have the work that ethic to be a good tournament angler, you know what I mean? Just because I have, once I commit to something, I dial into it 100%. But I'm not really working. I, I don't want to sacrifice the love. Because once it becomes a work, it's not really fun and it's not really love. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I go to work every day to earn a paycheck. I don't love what I do. Sure. I, I know that I have to do it. You know. Yeah. So there's you just gotta you gotta find that that fine line and then adjust it Amen. to what's gonna benefit you. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron, why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you on uh, social media and all that good stuff? Uh, Aaron Steiger on Facebook and Aaron Steiger on Instagram. There nice. you go. <laughs> man we can't thank you enough for all the great insight knowledge good conversation and everything like that man absolutely uh, educational yeah. podcast this was a great one too back-to-back pods that were great absolutely thanks for having me guys a ton of respect for what you guys do blows me away that you know you guys take your time and and efforts to do stuff like this for others and, and sure. that says a lot about you guys and and honestly uh i love listening to this podcast so definitely going to be out there promoting it for you and uh great job much appreciated man yeah uh you know we want to thank you too man especially me because you you do what you do for jackson and blue sky selfishly you know it's it's unreal what you do man and a lot of the team members talk about it and and i'm you know i'm privileged to to know you and and i'm happy to call you as a friend and likewise and i know on the last podcast i said man i would i would fist fight for steiger (laughs) absolutely listen somebody i'm a a small profile guy jason so if you want to be my bodyguard that's right i i i might need you to fight for me because i probably wouldn't be able to take too many people (laughs) you ever called me and said hey man this dude's mess with me i'm gonna go and smack somebody you know somebody's getting smacked so i'll say this too i appreciate it i'll say this too i don't know you as well but i'll drive out from illinois and i'll I'll mess some some dudes up oh man guys i appreciate that i don't really want to mess anybody up yeah Yeah. oh man i try to keep a small circle of people that you know i trust and that i want close to me you know you two both are definitely in that circle man for a good reason you guys are good people yeah for sure awesome with that guys yeah with that being said guys uh if you want to hear another guest like aaron steiger or somebody else in the industry uh you got a question comment something that we talked about tonight previous episodes future episodes feel free to reach out at paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com 
be sure to check out the website. Um, I know myself, I just posted a blog up there yesterday, I believe it was. Um, paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Um, shout out to Rocktown uh, Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak. Hammered Lures, uh, guys, I hate beating this like a dead horse, but if you're new to the podcast, we do a recycled plastics program. Save all your plastics from this fishing season, throw them in a bag, put them in the mail to the address in the show notes. Eric from Hammered Lures melts those down into new plastic baits, donates them to the heroes on the water. Um, it's just a great thing for our vets. It's just a little way to give back instead of giving to the garbage dump. Uh, shout out to Coyote Sunglasses, Fish Mob Lures, Southern Laco, and Michigan Ohio Kayak Anglers. Till next time, guys, tight lines and smooth paddling. <laughs>